I'm back. After being on a hiatus for a little bit. Thanks for joining me. The American Schmuck. Here I am. Recorded live. Kind of an oxymoron. I'm sure it's said all the time in radio and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Thanks for joining me the day before the election, November 2nd. And my goodness gracious, a lot has happened since my last podcast. And thank you for joining me. Well, obviously, the election is covering the headlines. This is an election like no other. We're actually faced between life and death. Because what a perfect vehicle. Corrupt Joe Biden and freaking psychopath Kamala Harris. I mean, Joe Biden's a psychopath, too, and his son and his crackheadism and his not against like crackheads or people who do meth because you know addiction is addiction these are things that are meant to make you feel good that's why people do them but it seems like he relishes in doing things that are bad and that's kind of what it comes down to relishing in bad things Relishing in pain induced on yourself and on to others. Oh, where do I start? Where do I start? Oh, my goodness. Well, it looks like Trump's going to win. It really fucking does. But. They could still come out and just say that Trump or Biden won. They could just say it. Despite him having no support. I'm barely even seeing any yard signs anywhere for him anymore. People look like they're taking him down. With this whole laptop business. With his son. And the blatant lies that Biden makes that he has nothing to do with Ukraine despite his comments with to the CFR of all people. I think that should raise some red flags there that nobody's really bringing up. Like, what the fuck is the CFR doing in this? Him saying, you know, the whole son of a bitch thing. You don't get a billion dollars. Ukraine. And not to mention, this is another huge point of this whole thing. Is that him with John Kerry and Obama. Who's John Kerry's son, I believe, or nephew or stepson. One of them was roommates with Hunter Biden in college. Who was like a partner in this whole thing in the in the Ukraine business. 
who John Kerry was the Secretary of State at the time, 2015, of the Maiden Square overthrow of the Ukrainian elected Ukrainian government, which led to the Civil War. That was funded by George Soros. And that's a, that's a big aspect of this. They caused a civil war in Ukraine, overthrew their president to install their people in key positions of infrastructure in Ukraine, like Hunter Biden. And Biden didn't know anything of this, says it live on TV. I mean, what the I mean, the and this is this should also highlight how easy it is for these people to lie. It is not hard for them. If they're willing to rape kids and kill them, lying is nothing. Lying is like tying your shoes. To these people. This is how fucked up they are. And that's a whole other can of worms in this whole thing that that, that, that nobody's highlighting. What is the CFR doing in this? And why the fuck? What was what this whole thing? of overthrowing the Ukrainian government in order to install your son in this thing. You want to talk about colonialism, modern colonialism, this is it. But then, of course, you have the AP coming out today saying that France deserves, you know, terror attacks because they had Algerian colonies, they had Ethiopian colonies, they had Vietnamese colonies. Indonesian colonies. Chinese colonies. So the average citizen deserves to get beheaded. Yeah. As if colonies don't happen today, as if slavery doesn't happen today. But you know what? These leftists are desperate who disguise themselves as liberals. They're not liberals at all. They might say, their their only excuse for calling themselves liberals is that they don't like Nazis. Okay, everybody doesn't like Nazis. Is that it? What about Communism. They killed a lot more than Nazis. I think the only difference really between communism and national socialism, well, one, what they have in common is that they're both socialists. But it seems that the communists have a more understanding of nature and they're able to implement it in their cruelty. Being able to harness nature in their cruelty because... Mother Nature is, oh, God, what's the word? Is, is really unbiased. It just is. 
it's like cutting people off from food. They then if they cut off from food, then they're, they're cut off from food, then they starve to death. You're using nature, you're using the natural process to kill people. It's like having somebody walk the plank in the ocean. Throw them out into the water. Now the dive, you know, 20 feet into the water isn't going to kill them. But now they're stuck in the water. Good luck. They have that understanding. They know how to use nature as a weapon. Instead of a provider. And I don't think the Nazis really had a concept of nature of itself. And if they did, it was like the white race, the German race, are the kings of it. And they're the ones who are able to, they, they are nature. When all human beings are nature. We're no different than the trees, than the dirt, than the, the lakes, the grass, the deer, the tigers, the mountains. We're not separate from that. And that's the key part of nature that the left doesn't get. They think human beings are separate from nature. If we were separate from nature, we wouldn't be able to survive off it. If we were separate from nature, we wouldn't be born out of the elements of nature. If we were separate from nature, our, the CO2 that we breathe out, leaves wouldn't breathe in order to give us back oxygen. That is a deal we have with trees. In leaves, in nature. Same with all other animals and mammals. But see, that's where true liberals have a more understanding in nature than the liberals do. Because we don't use it as a weapon. We use it as a provider. Because we're born of nature. It's just a cycle. It's called the ecosystem, like the economy. Eco. It's all it's a thing that sustains itself. Just like how forest fires provide ash that provide nitrogen to the soil to help things regrow. largely a zero-sum game. It's just an experience. And in the meantime, we express ourselves. So, I brought this up earlier, but everything indicates that Trump's going to win. 
Biden doesn't have 2,000 tractor rallies in Iowa impromptu by the people. Biden doesn't have impromptu rallies organized by the people in San Francisco in Beverly Hills. Biden doesn't have impromptu rallies in New York City by Orthodox Jews that get attacked by the opposition, i.e. Antifa. Imagine if Orthodox Jews had an impromptu rally organized by themselves with their curls and their in their hats and everything. And Trump supporters went out and attacked them. Imagine that. And that's a cliche, lazy argument. Like, what if the shoe was on the other foot? But, I mean, geez. And the media covers it up. They just completely omit it. Well, you know what? That's fine. Because... We, because we know it. Somebody covers it. And that's good. Somebody takes the action to let it be known. And it's it, it's incredible that people are doing that. People still are able to discern between right and wrong. Biden doesn't have that going for him. Biden doesn't have supporters, Cuban supporters in Miami doing rallies on their own. Biden isn't drawing tens of thousands of people in Florida. But yet, Drudge Report is saying plus 10 points and whatever fucking say. They had to take it down. I got the Drudge Report live up now. Yeah, like Florida up plus four. Scott Rasmussen final. Biden 51%, Trump 44%. Red linked on Drudge. But that's such bullshit, though. Nobody supports Biden. Nobody supports Kamala Harris. But they'll have... Just something to point at to say, look, that's proof. Scott Rasmussen, the bully pulpit of fucking polling. He's God. He says Biden's going to win. Just like I remember in the last last debate, like a couple days before it, I saw a headline that said 50 former intelligence Officials said that the Biden laptop thing is a Russian fucking thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. There, that's just a thing to, to, to point at and say during the debate by Biden that the intelligence officials said it. So they're official. Listen to them. But, I mean, just uh, amazingly, just with total accuracy and precision and just 
perfectly, just perfect. Bravo. Trump just goes, oh, give me a break. Not the Russians again. Give me a break. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's the Rus. I mean, if anything, it's the Chinese. But the Chinese certainly don't want Trump winning. Given that Hunter Biden helps the sale of, oh gosh, what was it? That Michigan company that builds like, that's a, that's a military contractor that builds like stealth technology for airplanes and fighters. Sold that whole company or large majority of it to China to give them that technology. And this stuff, that, I mean, that's the name of the game for forever. I mean, the Rockefellers were caught doing that. Was it New Jersey Standard Oil? People actually went to jail, found on the Nurembergs that they were uh, exclusively exclusively giving the Nazis fuel and a, oh gosh, what's the, what, what was it specifically? Like a visco- oil viscosity um, stabilizer to add to the, to oil their vehicles so they can have the same oil from North Africa all the way to Russia in those extreme temperatures. It would it would maintain the same viscosity for their vehicles so they wouldn't have wouldn't have to have all sorts of different types of oils for different uh, theaters. And it's things like that, different technologies for in processes in the plants, assembly lines that were given to the Nazis by the Rockefellers and the Ford Motor Company. The same thing happens today, except there's just all sorts of other military contractors that aren't just Rockefeller-owned, but probably have... Uh, some sort of stake in it. These people do. Like Goldman Sachs, for example. This is an interesting story I came across. From the National File. Biden mega donor Goldman Sachs guilty of billion dollar bribery scheme. This I don't see is making very many headlines everywhere. One of the largest contributors to the Biden campaign has pled guilty to a $1.6 billion foreign bribery scheme that sought scheme that sought to enrich Malaysian operatives in return for lucrative contracts. And it goes on how they settled for a $2.9 billion settlement by the Department of Justice. I mean, these Democrat donors, and then you have Ed Buck, who literally had black slaves that he picked up off Skid Row, injected them with meth till they died and butt-fucked them. Repeatedly, you know know how many black people died from drug overdoses at his house? Finally, the fucking guy's in jail. Everybody in Los Angeles knows that this guy's fucked up. But all this money isn't working for him. 
it's it. People are 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 smelling the mentality behind all these people, and it's bad. It, it it's corrupt. It wishes for pain. It likes pain. It likes pain to the most to the people who are who who are the most receptive to pain. And to the people who aren't receptive to pain, they want them to be receptive to pain and then give them more pain. But people are are realizing this. People are waking up to this. Or they're just at least smelling it. They're, They're picking it up in their subconscious. They can't quite put words to it. But they're getting it. And that's really good news. And I have a... It's really premature for me to, like, kind of bring it up right now. Mind you, this podcast is just, it's impromptu. Like, I I, I, I didn't do much preparation for it. Yeah, I'm just kind of ad-libbing it. All right, let's say Trump wins. Good. What is the next thing? Because no doubt Trump is against the lockdowns. The left is pushing for the lockdowns. They want to restrict humanity. They want to put us in straitjackets. They want to inoculate us. You got protests in Brazil for forced uh, inoculations for COVID-19 in Sao Paulo. That's being pushed by their Chinese ambassador. You're having protests all over Europe. Over the lockdowns. You're having Jews in New York. Protesting the lockdowns. You're having just. Pushback everywhere for this whole thing. Cuomo comes out and says. You need to have proof. That you're COVID free before entering the state. My point being, what what what's the next mission humanity is going to have? Because I mean, the, I, nobody likes Fauci anymore. He just doesn't have the authority in the public psyche than he that he used to when they first rolled him out when he was fresh in the public spotlight. But going forward, if Trump wins, and let's say all this stuff is eliminated, the lockdowns. All across the world from Trump's influence and the American influence. What do we do next? Do we just retire, relax? There's always, I mean, these, where is the the bad guy mentality? Where is this going to manifest next? into the goal of ultimate individual and mental freedom, unrestricted mental freedom. 
Because it seems that like the whole Satanist goal too is mental freedom. But it's in a, it's it's directed to inflict pla- in, inflict pain. But whereas a good guy, the mental freedom is. It's like if you're if if you have a dream, I know if I've had these dreams, so I can only speak for myself. But I know it's a it's a it's a common thing in dreams that, that people can have is a, a piece of music that is just spectacular, like the best song you ever heard. But it's a song that doesn't exist that you've never heard before. You make it up literally in your dream. But there's a, uh, I speculate that it's an unrestriction of things in your, of your mentality that let it flow into this beautiful thing that you've just never heard before. This inspiring, just inspirational, auditory hallucination. But it was so real. It's not. But that's the difference, and that's the goal. So where do where where do we? What's our next mission? Are we? Do we just kind of like have a cat and mouse game where wherever this negative this negative uh, seeking of freedom, the the satanic seeking of freedom. Manifest first, and then we we seek to get rid of it. Where there's like a a a, a spearhead, a expedition expeditionary force, a some leaders who go and fight them, and then everything that trails behind is the. Positive mental freedom manifested that lets that that expresses itself in its wake. And it which can take all sorts of forms of technology, inventions, and who knows? It's mental freedom. It it, it, it there's it's 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 uh, uncharted territory. I'm guessing that's the case. It's just wherever the, 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 the negative mental freedom, the bad mental freedom, man, just like the, the crime and the cop. The crime happens first, the cop follows and investigates and takes care of it. Always lacking behind, but always has more to build. In its wake. Given that the bad guys. Don't end up being the cops. I think. Certainly there's. 
I mean, given this article about how Goldman Sachs is fined $2.9 billion for bribing, and they're completely in it for the Democrat Party, all these institutions, it's, it's accepted that the colleges are these institutions are, are are these institutions are taken over by the Democrats. It's accepted at this point. It's accepted that people who've been to college and say they have their degree in this or that, that has no authority on that your average person. It's like I went to college for this and that and Trump is bad because he's a Nazi. Well he's obviously not a fucking Nazi. So and you're a what? You're a doctor? I don't know. Maybe you should uh Maybe you should, I don't know, ask for a refund. Wouldn't that be nice if you can get a refund for your college education? Quote, education. There should be some sort of market discipline like that. Instead of you giving them tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, only for them to kick you out for a pro-Trump tweet or something. Meanwhile, the banks that you loaned from don't give a fuck. What a scheme is, what a scheme that is. I mean, literally, it's like the colleges are just departments of the big banks making sure that they loan you some shit. Making sure there's those demands for them loans. From money they print out of nothing. Just a number typed in a damn computer. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, there's just so much stuff. I don't even know what to get to next here. And I'm kind of just going off on thoughts that are hard to uh, verbalize. So, let's say tomorrow night, I think we're in for a big surprise tomorrow night. I think, I think we're going to, I, I, there's going to be something that happens. They're going to be, the left isn't done. They're never done. And that's the manifestation of the bad aspect of freedom now is the left. The turning point has happened that isn't in their favor against them. The turning point has happened against them. The allies have taken over France. But they're not done still. So I predict that there's going to be something that's that's going to happen tomorrow night. But they just don't have the on-the-ground reality in their favor. Hence the, the turning point. But if they declare themselves the winners, as Nancy Pelosi says that they, they'll do, 
I mean, they better hope that Trump wins because if they just have Joe Biden win, people aren't going to stand for it. You think the enthusiasm for Trump now is something? People are just not going to be passive. You're going to put people on death ground and there's going to be some leftists that are going to be in the dirt. And it probably won't be your average BLM, you know, crowd, you know, some just mindless, brainless, retard that just gets their whole fucking being from pop culture. It's not going to be against them. It's going to be against people like, I don't want to name names here because I don't want anything specific and have this be construed as any threat because I'm not threatening anybody. This is just what I predict. This isn't me that would be going out doing this stuff by any means. But I predict that, well, you know what, probably, you know, Nancy Pelosi better hope that Trump will win. Hunter Biden, I think he'll probably be largely left alone because he's on his way out anyway in his head. The guy can't even talk. It's supernational pressure. The guy can't, he said, the guy said he's a fucking grandma and like this guy, you know, he's, he'll take care of himself. But people like him, people like Cuomo, people like Keith Ellison, people like the governor of Michigan, people like Gavin Newsom, people like George Soros, people in all sorts of, in the news, people like Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, um, you fucking name it. These people who are conspirators, who are just all in it for for Biden. Through their little corrupt network. They better hope Trump wins. Because they don't want their opposition on death ground. Uh-uh. Bill Gates. He better not. He better hope Trump wins. Because that is their only option that they have to keep living. And that's my prediction. Because I think the, the, the most peaceful thing that can happen, despite all the mass protests that have been happening all across, they're going to happen all across the country if Trump wins, that will be largely taken care of because we've been practicing for that for the for the whole summer. It'll be intensified a little bit, but that'll be the most peaceful way things can happen. If they steal this election from Trump, because it's just so obvious because our five cents reality says Trump is going to win. People have taken down their Biden signs. I'm not even seeing them anymore. The ones that they have in their yard. The left is desperate. In order to save, they're just trying to set themselves up in order to have an argument to contest the election. But they can't even do that because they don't have the impromptu rallies that are just made up by the people. They're not drawing hundreds of thousands. They're drawing dozens. Not only that, but that proves that people know that this whole COVID thing is bullshit. 
I'm in. I'm. I'm from Minnesota. I'm from the Twin Cities, which sucks. Minnesota is a beautiful state. The winters are just terrible. But right now, I'm visiting family in Iowa, Northern Iowa, just a couple hours away, and. It is a mask-free state, and it is lovely. It is pretty much normal here. I Before I started recording this podcast, I went to Walmart. And at Walmart, I, I had to get a uh, SD card to get this, to record this podcast. And during, I'd come down here during the summer, and during the whole summer, there was... Uh, a mask mandate in Walmart. Everywhere, everywhere else, you need a mask. Maybe Target, something you know, like the big corporate stores. You need a mask, and they would have a, like a like a person standing outside saying, "Oh, you gotta have your mask on." And but they've uh, apparently lifted that, and since during the whole summer you needed a mask, all the people in Walmart are wearing masks in a mask-free state. Because I think they, you know, being from Minnesota, they got habituated to it. Because it's now like, which I'm sure as intended to be, it's it, it's not like, you know, you feel naked without it when you leave outside the door, leave the door in the morning, you know. You have your wallet. You have your phone. You have your keys. You know, all that stuff. Oh, you check your pockets. You have everything. They, they want to make the mask the same thing. And so in Walmart, people are kind of conditioned. and To go to Walmart, you need to have your mask on. Well, I didn't have my mask on in Walmart. And I'm getting looks like people see me, and, and, and I smile at them. I, I'm not even trying to elicit this reaction out of people. But it, 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 I, I wish I didn't have this reaction out of people, but they look down. It, like, as if, not envy or jealousy, but, like, oh, I should have not worn my mask. He's not wearing his mask. I even, there's this lady I walked past who had her mask under her nose. She hates the fucking thing. And I walked past her. She looks at me, and I smile at her, and, and genuinely, because I, I fucking like smiling at people, even though I don't like, even though I don't even like most people. And she looks at me like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't have a mask. You, you didn't have, I should have not worn the mask. Like, it was, it was a... I don't want to say a desperate look, but it was it was just a very it was a painful look, but not in a painful look out of fear or it was is it, it was a look out of self lack. It it was it was a look of 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 pitying yourself, and that is not what I intend to to do when I go out in public is give people. A look to, to have them pity themselves. Which a lot of people like to do. And it's just, you know, when you get gaudy, gaudy stuff and you want to show it off to people. You want people to look like that they're inferior. And that is the opposite of what I try to do. But my point being, people hate the fuck. And she said, as she was talking to her friend, she said, I hate these stupid things. I hate wearing these things. It's the fucking mask. And people hate them, and people hate the people enforcing them. 
and you want to keep this going, you're off to a bad start, you fucking bad guys who want to enforce this whole thing. You, you guys have already lost. And that's why you better hope. It's like you better, you better, you better surrender. You better not keep going because it's going to be the end of you. Like, yeah. So out of empathy, we're still being the good guys and saying, just stop again. We don't want to see you get hurt. And uh, so things are optimistic, but it's still not over yet. And we'll see what happens tomorrow night when uh, the election happens. And most people are going to be voting the day of. As like, you know, just the surprise, because people are... You know, the right, they're, you know, I don't want to say this. I don't even want to call them the right because that's just kind of a cliche. And it's just so vague. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's people who are just a little bit more, who have a, a better sense of reality than other people, than the left does. They kind of are, are mobilized to initiate their own tactics in this battle. So they're, I think all of them are going to go to the polls the day of and just smash them. Because they, they see all the early voting uh, corruption that's happening. Uh, you know, box, uh, ballot boxes being lit on fire. A bunch of random ballots being found all over the place. And the thing with Ilhan Omar uh, in my neck of the woods. You just all over the place are seeing mail corruption. In my apartment building... I haven't been getting mail for the past, like, few weeks. You know, just a bunch of election ads. Okay, whatever. And, um... Get a call from... A police investigator a few towns over. And... He said, yeah, um... Yeah, yeah, is this you? I'm like, yeah, that's me. What's going on? Um... We had a... We pulled over a car... Uh, we stopped a car the other day, and uh, there was a bunch of mail in their back seat, and this uh, some of your mail popped up. Oh, yeah, and a lot of people from your building too. I'm like, oh shit! And then in the lobby, there was a little note that was stuck to the you know the window or whatever, saying, yeah, this lady came in, pried open the mailboxes, and uh, took a bunch of mail. Now I don't know if it's just some random. Lady, apparently the a guy was pulled over and a lady took out took out the mail. So it's is more than two people involved in this. Anyway, the guy's in jail. But given all the election craziness going on, they could be you know stealing the uh, mail in ballots or the absentee ballots, which are probably just as good as currency to the Democrat Democrat Party. Could be a total black market thing. You get a hold of empty ballots, blank ballots. You sell them to this congressman, that congressman, whatever. So, 
I think that's kind of innate in the Trump supporter, or at least the person, because the person who knows more about reality is going to be voting for Trump. So I'm going to say the Trump supporter. So the Trump supporter knows this. And I think they're, they're going to be mobilized the day of just to not have that chance of the Democrat election judges and the Democrat handlers of the ballots, the counters, because you know that they're put in those positions to be able to take their time and fucks with the vote. I'm going to be pissed if I go and vote and say somebody says I already voted. I'm going to be like, that is some bullshit. You know I didn't already vote. Motherfucker. My mail got stolen. I got proof from fucking cops who pulled over a car and found my mail in there. And that isn't to say that all the ballots were picked through and all the excess mail was on its way to be dumped somewhere. And just like how the Trump supporters innately know that they're not going to violently strike back at the left and use their tactics against them because they know how the media... They, they, they're able to think steps ahead. Which is smart. They didn't need to go to college to know this shit. Gosh, college is so fucking bad. They don't teach you to be yourself. They don't know how to they don't teach you to know how to enhance yourself. They don't teach you none of this stuff. They teach you what they want you to know and give you the frame to think of it as. Not your own frame of judgment, but their frame of judgment. They want to push collectivism, their collectivism, not just you're born and you should build in order to serve humanity in some fashion, in your own fashion, the way you see it. Give yourself a corner of perspective a big corner, a small corner, don't matter. Find a question that needs to be answered. And from there, you're going to pick out a bunch of different subcategories, do your research and learn on those, put in the work in order to get that question answered. But undoubtedly, it's going to lead to other questions too. And that's the journey of life. And then in accomplishing that, you're going to be expressing yourself. Then that's the other side of it. You're going to have to learn the learning and then expressing yourself. Expressing what you learn. Having it being organized in your own brain and finding out the best way to distribute what you have come across in a fashion of, of building, enhancing, 
not chipping away, not eroding, not destroying. Well, I want to thank you guys for my for listening to this podcast after my hiatus and, and largely impromptu uh, largely impromptu podcast. I promise I'll have more research and stuff next time. I just knew I needed to get back into the swing of things. So to be an asshole, I kind of largely did this for me this episode. Probably 60-40. I did it for me. Also did it for you. But I need to get back in this habit. I've been out of it for a while. So, as you know, life happens. Sometimes other priorities come up. Sometimes you just... It's not in a uh, state to want to do things. But, you know what? I'm back. And... uh, I'll have another podcast out in a couple days. We'll see what happens after election. I'll give you my take on it. You guys take care.